Hi, I'm Martin, and welcome to Upgrade Your Day, the podcast. It was so good to be there after lockdown, after being cancelled two years in a row. And as always, it's that, it's just that, you know, pause on life, pause on normality, isn't it? And it's indulgence in whatever way that is, just an indulgence of music or indulgence of socialising or being with people you love and seeing these faces and dancing. And it was magical as always. I absolutely loved it. So finally, we have reached episode 16, the last of season one here at Upgrade Your Day podcast. I honestly can't believe I've even got to episode 16. My um, lovely producer, Carly, when she mentioned doing a podcast, I was a bit like, oh, everyone's doing a podcast. And into which she said, exactly. <laughs> That's why. And there'll be many more people yet. So just get on it. Um, I, I wasn't sure. And I'm so glad that she pushed me because I've absolutely loved doing these podcasts. I've loved chatting to people. And the messages that I've got back from you guys, even if I haven't replied yet, I will do. Uh, I, honestly, I cannot thank you enough for all the lovely things that you've said um, all the little stories that you've heard and bits of information that hopefully you've sort of taken on board. I know a lot of you have said that you've changed, well, you've, you've changed your, your daily routines, your daily life by some of the advice that's been given on these podcasts and the way that other people go about day to day, whether it's their mindfulness or their anxiety or whatever it may be, you've, you've, you've learned from it, which is amazing. And I can't thank you enough it's quite amazing when I look back through I've got a little list here starting from episode one we talked about mindfulness photography awareness uh not this isn't all in one episode <laughs> that'd be quite an intense one episode if it was um so episode one mindfulness and then we did photography awareness drama sound healing the sea festivals storytelling color self-compassion yoga resilience affirmations gratitude puppetry and then the final one today which is kind of mad we've done so much it's just brilliant absolutely brilliant so thank you for listening i thought the best way to finish season one would be exactly where we started with episode one and hannah from love day Wellbeing, a gorgeous friend of mine i thought let's get her back it's been four months we've all had a summer let's see what she's been up to let's see what she has to say and let's do a little recap and just um yeah just just touch base with Hannah from Love Day Wellbeing for this final episode. Here's the gorgeous Hannah. So I am here with my lovely, gorgeous friend, Hannah. Hello. Hello. How you doing? I'm good. And, um, you know, as we were chatting, we had a little chat before we started recording. So we had our chat about four months ago, which must have been like April, May time, I think um it must be actually yeah four months how's your summer been tell us what have you been up to what's your highlights and have you had a chance to be mindful it's been a wonderful summer with so much excitement and fun and lots of trips and travel um totally overwhelmed by it really of how lovely it's been there's been so many highlights it started off with Skegness Butlin's Hendu. Um, then it went to glastonbury which i'm sure we'll dive into and then it was like love supreme festival jazz festival in brighton um off to south of france provence um camping in bedfordshire with the girls and the kids 
So it's it's really been, yeah, it's been great. Full of gratitude. And have I been mindful? I have been mindful because I've been, um, as I say, full of gratitude, which obviously is one of the foundations or principles of mindfulness, um, recognising the appreciation in the moments. I've also been training for a half marathon, which was another one of the highlights. Um, so that was kind of mental strength and resilience. Um, yeah, so it's been it's been great. That's amazing. And we should probably touch on your training for the marathon. Now, I'm sure someone like yourself, you do you need to get into a certain place in your head to do that kind of training for a marathon, right? What did you do with that? How did you cope with that? Do you know what, Martin? I'll be honest, I pulled out at one point. <laughs> no one's like ex-performer, ex-dancer. I had a back injury and I was so because I've never been a runner. I've always thought, yeah, I'll do a little 5K here and there maybe, but I always kind of drop out of, of running. It's never been my kind of best form of activity or exercise, but I, I got into it with a really good friend um, and she was like, we can do this unless you sign up. And so we'd done 10Ks. We were like, woohoo, 10Ks. And then I signed up and I was like, so how many how many Ks is a half marathon? She's like, 21. So it was like, okay, over double what we've done. But I did pull out of it because I had a back injury. I went on a long, no, that was it. Sorry, I went to Skegness, Glastonbury and Love Supreme and ended up at the healing fields at Glastonbury in so much pain on the first day and just thought, you know what, I've got to drop out of this. But because I was running for my mum, my beautiful mum um, and Breast Cancer UK, I just thought, right, let me see a sports therapist, put a little bit of investment into my back. And she gave me all these exercises and I was so quickly defeated by, I can't do it, I can't do it, thinking, you know, I teach yoga. I don't want to ruin my back for the sake of doing this. But then she sorted me out. And, um, yeah, I did it. And I, my back felt absolutely fine. So I carried on, even though it was, you know, in the summer, your routine's out the window, isn't it? And also maybe a little bit more booze because you're out on your holidays and your trips. So it was like really had to keep keep on with it and keep quite consistent. But they say if you do 10 miles, you're all right. Okay. It's 13, I think it's 13.3 miles altogether. But if you do a 10 mile, you're all right because the rest of the adrenaline. Wow. Jeez. And I've actually had a friend. Um, well, you uh, know Lainey. You remember Lainey from the ships? So she yes. messaged me. Um, it's actually on my Facebook. She said that when she started training for her marathon she's doing, she couldn't listen to music because she was running with the beat of the music and it wasn't helping her at all. So she started <laughs> listening to our podcast, yeah. episode one with you and me. And she wrote this lovely message, which I'll show you after, saying how lovely it was to hear us two chatting in in that first episode and that's what she's been doing while she's been running so do you know what if you're training for a marathon stick on an upgrade your day podcast it might give you that positivity to run a bit faster yeah 100% (laughs) and top tip is start running with nothing start running with nothing until you get a bit bored get in your flow state find your zone what nothing on nothing on what nothing on nothing headphones in but nothing on and just keep running apart from clothes clothes obviously oh sorry nothing on yeah put your pants on okay yeah yeah (laughs) i'm sure sure. i think i've seen you run around a few times it's a new thing it's gonna be a new trend um yeah, and then when you start to get a little bit bored, yeah, stick a podcast on, upgrade your day, obviously, the best, and then go on to music or whatever it is to keep your that boredom away. Because I found it was a bit of boredom. 
Um, but whatever, you know, if you're thinking about doing it, um, absolutely just go for it because it was just such a, the best demonstration of human spirit, you know, and coming from lockdown and social distancing and, you know, someone coughing and you're stepping back and screwing your nose up at them. So then standing there along or running alongside people, people just constantly with this flow, this stream of encouragement and joy and motivation, you know, high fives all along the way, people just looking at you going, go on, you're doing well. I mean, it was just miles apart. It was so lovely, really lovely. And then I had family members meeting me at different parts of London, like on Tower Bridge and seeing their little faces and my brother and my sister-in-law. And then they're suddenly on Boris bikes. And 10 minutes later, you can see them on Boris bikes going along. (laughs) And you know what? We should talk a little bit about Glastonbury because we were both there and luckily we managed to meet up. How was it for you this year? How was Glastonbury? Oh, it was magical. It was so good to be there after lockdown, after being cancelled two years in a row. And as always, it's that... It's just that, you know, pause on life, pause on normality, isn't it? And it's Mm. indulgence in whatever way that is, just an indulgence of music or indulgence of socialising or being with people you love and seeing these faces and dancing. And it was magical as always. I absolutely loved it. I absolutely loved it. It's pure escapism, isn't it? You know, you haven't got the responsibilities, the meetings, the appointments or the... I think we spend a lot of time in fight or flight mode of... You know, are we being judged or we're judging others or am I doing well enough? Am I this enough? Am I that enough? And for that weekend, the time you're there, you get to just go, do you know what? I'm going to be my authentic self. I'm going to be silly like a child if I want to be silly. I'm going to dance all night if I want to dance all night. I'm going to laugh. I'm going to just appreciate this moment. And so it really is, oh, it's just beautiful. If you're if you're passionate about the arts or music or even getting back to basics, you're a bit of a hippie. I love it. I love camping as well. It's great, isn't it? And there's also this feeling of gratitude. Like there's, like this. It's so overpowering, actually, because the amount of times that you just constantly think, "How lucky am I to be here, surrounded by this, doing this?" And everybody says, "I just wish Glastonbury was all year round, and we could just live here." I just wish everybody could just afford to live in that whole Glastonbury <laughs> state where you can just walk around doing what you do, and it's not about seeing the bands or listening to the music or watching the circus. Sometimes it's just about walking and, yeah. and people watching and just in, in, embracing that atmosphere that it's electric, isn't it? It's electric. It, really is. it is. It's like, you, you know, your MO is um, pure enjoyment and, and being present. There's the, It's really, it's a struggle to not be present there, isn't it? Because there's so much to absorb. It's sensory overload and it's anything goes, you know, you've got your dad walking along in, in Mario outfit, and then you've got a woman that's definitely over 65, naked, cycling. She's out naked, doing her daily exercise, so why can't I? Um, but, you know, and it's like anything goes. There's no judgment. There's no, no. that, looking someone up and down. It's just be yourself and yeah. just enjoy it. You're so right. It's, it's such a, a vibrant, eclectic, accepting crowd of people that, as you say, recognise just how fortunate they are to, one, be able to afford it, two, to get on that ballot list, like the golden tickets, aren't they? Like Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. It's like, wow, we got tickets again. And just, yeah, it is amazing to feel so free. That's what it is, isn't it? It's completely freeing your spirit and freeing your soul. (laughs) Now, what I must say, I, I did mention it to you at the time. I don't think we've talked about it, but 
there was um somebody in the Greenpeace um area doing power ballad yoga. And I think we mentioned <gasps> it and we were like, oh, we must go. And then one day me and Bruce are walking around early in the morning and we walked past the stage and we could hear some 80s power ballad blasting out. And then we saw these people bent over backwards and we were just like, oh, here it is. Power ballad yoga. Did you get to go to one of them? Oh, I wish I had of. I didn't. I mean, imagine <laughs> doing a down-facing dog to Celine Dion. But he would think twice. That's oh, exactly oh. what it was. Brilliant, babes. You oh, need wow. to look it up. I think they're on social media as well. I'll always give them a plug because they're great. Um, Power Ballad Yoga. Honestly, yes. it's it's worth checking out. It was just the most oh, funniest thing. I need, yeah. I need to start my own in London, East London. Power Ballad Yoga. You should. You, you really can find should. so much, can't you? So much there. Yeah. You could even put a twist on it. You could even get really, really niche. And because you're such a huge fan of Prince, maybe you could do like a Prince power ballad yoga. Do you know what I mean? Wow. Oh, yes. Around might... his, yeah, his yeah. birthday or something. There's lots of stuff. Oh, I'm going to make a note of that. I'm going to register that so <gasps> I can get. I could get a trademark on that now quickly. Five percent, five percent profits. 17.5. So I'll take the 17.5. <laughs> um, was there a point at Glastonbury where you had a chance to just kind of everything that you're about, especially with Love Day Wellbeing, with whether it's yoga or mindfulness um, or just being mindful? Was there any points that you just embraced that at Glastonbury or were you too busy just having a really good time and do you know what the the first day the third day normally I would end up getting onto the beers and then just you know kind of going for the whole experience and really diving into it and I took that first day to just be at the healing fields and have an early night and I think I was um someone from incisive media recently I was part of an article about you know how to keep your self-care routine throughout Glastonbury you know you don't have to go for it a million miles an hour each year you might do it a bit differently have your Barocca have your um early nights if you need to understand your body and into your body and I think I've had quite a busy time leading up to it and that first day was literally dancing around like a proper hippie to these guys playing the guitar had a beautiful massage um laying down and just talking and just catching up just really being in the moment. I didn't want to leave the healing fields that day. It was so, so lovely. And then I think the rest of the time, just just really taking the time to have conversations with people and just look around and just think, wow, we're back here again and look at what's gone on. Um, yeah. Great. And also the healing fields is such a beautiful place where uh, I, I always find it hard to explain to people that even though you're in Glastonbury, you don't feel like you're at Glastonbury when you're in the healing fields. You might as well be in a field in the middle of nowhere with a bunch of gazebos and tents and it, it feels completely separate to the festival. And it's quite quiet, isn't it, really, for what it, for what it is. It's, it's, a nice, it's a nice pace, it's nice and relaxed, and it's nice and chilled. Oh, you're absolutely right. You walk in there and you go from the buzz of it and the electric excitement and you go in and it's almost tangible. The energy shifts. Mm. You walk in under that sign and you go, oh, feel that. I mean, anyone that doesn't believe in energies or it, it's just, yeah, it's stunning. So peaceful and so quiet. 
they had um, a little place called the Sky Dome where they obviously people had got the kind of um, garden canes and made it into a little dome. And they had some little seats in there and some candles. And I sat in there one morning, about eight in the morning. I was up early for coffee. I sat there for an hour and a half, Hannah, hour and a half. And there must have been six or seven wind chimes all tied up on the ceiling. And it was it's on my social media. If anyone wants to check it out, it's on my Instagram. There's a little video. I sat there and just sat for an hour and a half and i messaged bruce saying um come you you come and find me i've grabbed a coffee i'm now sat in the sky dome we need to build one of these in the garden it was the most beautiful thing and i still can't believe i sat there for an hour and a half doing nothing just sitting just sitting listening to wind chimes it's my new favorite thing it there's something about it which just centers you it really does oh they're beautiful, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, I love wind chimes. And you're so right. When do you ever just go, I'm just going to stay here, stay still, get lost in my thoughts if I want, or just stay present, or just with no agenda, no motive, I'm just going to sit. And that's what happened. We were, when I first walked in there, that kind of not enough culture, that, you know, not enough time, not enough this, not enough that was kicking in and going, oh, hang on a minute, an hour and a half for the massage. And it t- takes a while for you to go, but why does it matter? that you've got to sit for an hour and a half. That time is precious. Just sit. Just see what happens. And so you slow everything down. And imagine what that does to stress hormones and the kind of default mode network in the brain, the monkey mind. It's just all putting a complete reset and grounding you, isn't it? Which is why I always think we should have a little room in our house, not for the Hoover, not mm-hmm. as a bathroom or a bedroom, but a little, we need our own sky dome in our homes. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things I always think, why have we never had that in life where you always have to have a room which you can just use as a little Zen room, a little chill room, just a place to sit, to put everything like that, to put your own little wind chimes or whatever it may yeah. be. Shouldn't we all have that, you know? I know, a little area of tra- tranquility. Yeah. to go and set once a day even I'm if it's the also... corner of the room you know if you can't afford a spare room yeah the corner of the room just set that scene set that environment yeah i also think now get but this right going off tangent a little bit but don't you find it weird that in our bedrooms we have like side cupboards we have like wardrobes we have lamps we have a bed everything that's that's for has a, a it has something to do right and yet when we take our clothes off of an evening, we throw them over the wash basket. We throw them over the chair in the corner. People buy chairs to put in their bedroom purely to hang their clothes on, right? That they're not going to put in the wash. Do you do that? Oh, I never do that. I always put everything away. You are joking me. I no, I really shut don't. up. No, you, I've lived <gasps> with you. Know. <laughs> you, know, you throw it over there, don't you? Beautiful yeah. Frida Kahlo chair. Yeah. In my like a vintage Frida Carlo chair, always yeah. covered over. So why do, why, why have we never created something that is there to put your clothes oh. on? Like why oh, is that not a thing? Why like a, <laughs> um? I think in the Victorian times, I, I, I want to say there's something like a clothes. I want to say a clothes horse, which you think of hanging up your washing to dry. But why do we not have like a clothes horse, like one of those things the uh, the athletes jump over? You know, like a. a why don't yeah. we have one of them? Something like a, a long sausage type stuffed pillow on legs that we put our clothes over. Why don't we have one, Hannah? Invent it. Invent it. You're so creative. Do you know what I saw on Instagram? You've just made me remember. There's this thing where in the wall is a hole and it's a vacuum. And this teenager walked past the wall and he threw his hoodie and it went <laughs> and it took it into the wall. Oh, my God. It's amazing. 
Absolutely oh amazing. So the kids will never leave anything. They just throw it at this hole. I don't know where it goes when it's in that <laughs> inbuilt, <laughs> inbuilt wardrobe within the within the what I don't know. But it was like this this vacuum. It was so funny. It was like never again will you shout at your teenage kids for leaving stuff on the floor, towels. <laughs> Brilliant. I'll have to find it and send it to you. Wow, that's a good idea. <laughs> that's a very good idea. That's very modern. How can you create that? It just needs like a hoover on at all times. It might work. Yeah. Well, with the it, cost of living crisis, we can't power that, can we? Oh, I know. Well, do you know what? It's funny because there's these little, um, you might have seen, well, you probably have seen them yourself, but especially where I live along this high street, everybody at their front door has what I call like a little mini fireplace by the front door and it's where in the olden days everybody used to work outside so it's where you scrape your boots you do you know what i mean it's like a little hole in yeah. the a hole in the wall with a little metal bar and you scrape your boots yeah. and then you can clean it out and i always used to think they were just like little fireplaces for pixies or something you know i like to think of a nice kind of thing <laughs> i'm from glastonbury come on surely that's what they're for <laughs> Um, and I think I always tell children that I always tell my nephew that's little fireplaces for the little people that live here um, and he's like no they're not that's just scraping your boots weirdo uncle <laughs> oh, but things, things in time change don't they things change over the years like we don't need those anymore just because of the way we work and, and so on we don't have muddy streets like that we don't need that and I think that's one of those things where we have gone from that to your suction war that is a complete jump into the future isn't it just it's like these um these uh lawnmowers which just do it themselves walked into one of my school mum's uh gardens the other day and my dog went nuts because there's this like automatic lawnmower you haven't got to do it i haven't oh, got to hold on to it God. like the hoovers and the we'll have robots doing our cleaning won't yeah we? yeah i feel like I a robot cleaning <laughs> The healing uh, feels the robots doing our cleaning and taking over the world. <laughs> now, listen, Tammy, what's happening with Well Day? Well Day, love me. Have I said that right? Well Day, love Well me. Day, that's a good one. Well Day, have a well day. Love Day, well being. <laughs> but we can switch it up, Martin. I'm always down for switching things up. You know me. Um, so, Love Day, well being. Yeah, the, the coaching is going really, really well. Loving the coaching. Put together a cognitive behavioral quitting. I call it conscious quitting um, for giving up smoking and also balancing things like alcohol. Um, and so, loving working one to one. Um, still absolutely loving yoga and mindfulness in schools for children with special educational or emotional needs and obviously the the employee well-being workshops as well yeah. um so yeah the variety is great i'm just about to start on a program with um teenagers that are waiting for counseling yeah obviously especially since the pandemic the numbers of, of young people um all, all ages really waiting for counseling and the waiting list is taking forever so they send some coaches or mentors, counsellors into schools to kind of bridge that gap. Um, uh, so that's really good. Yeah, so loving the variety um, and obviously getting back into the routine of schools being back. Mm. And uh, yeah, a bit of normality again. Bit of normality. So listen, what I'm going to do, I've got these little five questions. I'm going to put you on the spot. So this is the end of season one. I'm starting season two at Christmas. We've got loads of people. Hannah, we've got some really lovely stuff coming up. I've got someone to talk about the moon, crystals, all this like really, really cool stuff. So make sure you're listening as well. And I'm sure we'll have you back to chit chat about your winter. Um, but I'm going to say something now about things that upgrade your day. And chuck me some answers. I'm going to test these questions on you. And then I'm going to hopefully put them into season two. So first of all, off the top of your head, at this moment in time, 
a song that would upgrade your day, a song that you could play right now on Spotify that would give your day a boost, a bit of positivity. Do you have one? Always Prince, I Want to Be Your Lover. Nice. It's that guitar. Ding, 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 ding. Honestly, I send it to people to cheer them up and they're like, oh my goodness. Prince, I want to be your lover. Just put that on, dance to it, love it. So if you're listening to this podcast, stick that on as soon as this finishes. Have a listen mm. to it. That's your, I love it. Um, and also, how about a time of day? Is there a time of day that that just you feel like is your time? A time that just really works for you spiritually or even just the way that your life is and being a busy mum and everything? Is there a time of day that you prefer? Mm, it's, I think I'm just getting back to that time of day, but it's the morning to have that sacred 20 minutes, that little pause, that little moment to set the intention. It doesn't have to be that you get up early and meditate for a whole hour, but it can be those little small incremental changes to your day. And one of those changes can be, don't get up and look at a phone. Don't get up and, and rush, rush, rush. Otherwise that's the intention you're setting. I'm just yeah. getting back to that because I've had a dog for a while now. Um, and um, since November, and but first it was get up, make sure the dog gets out, and all this. And mm. now he's fine to be left. So it's it's lovely to have that little moment before my son's up, before the school run, before getting on the day, and just taking that little twenty minutes, half an hour for. I always do a sun salutation, and I'll mm. always do a little bit of breath work, whether that's some breath holding, like a Wim Hof technique, or whether it's just literally counting the breaths or putting on a guided meditation. One of your meditations. Are always oh, I love that. And what about food? What is what food? It feeds your soul. It can be anything, any time of the day, any kind of food. What is it that if you could eat right now, it just puts a big smile on your face? You know what? I do love a fruit salad because I love fruit. <laughs> and if you can put a bit of yogurt on it, and if you can chop loads of fruit up and then chuck it in a bowl, the colours, it just looks so lovely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, a nice dollop of of yogurt on it as well. I had a fruit salad the other day that had lots and lots of mint, fresh mint. Oh, it was beautiful. Ooh, I yeah. know, right? I never even thought about it myself, and it was just gorgeous. So rip up that mint, get on top. Mm. Absolutely, I've had one like that, and pomegranate. <gasps> yeah, I love pomegranate. A pomegranate. And mm. how about a scent? Is there a scent that when you smell it, it just it upgrades your day? It, it just lifts everything for you. Just one scent. It could be a natural scent or a, a perfume or aftershave, anything. Hudson's hair. Hudson's hair. I love when I when I brush his hair, he's got a ponytail on the top now, like a little top knot. And I just put, or if I'm hugging him, and I put my nose into his hair and I love his hair. Oh, that's very cute. I love that. And what about a place? What place does it for you? If you could click your fingers right now and take yourself somewhere, where would it be? Obvious Glastonbury. Oh, <laughs> wouldn't it? Hey, yeah, it really would. So, right. So, from those questions, we can work out that if you were sat in Glastonbury first thing in the morning, smelling Hudson's hair, listening to Prince, and eating a fruit salad, that would literally be Heaven. Hannah's upgrade for the day. And do you know what's funny about that is you you can make that work. You can literally in about 11 months time, that can happen. How cool. (laughs) Honestly, I've promised Hudson the next one I go to, he'll be there as well. That's great. Well, because people forget, obviously, we did the Basil Brush at Glastonbury and everyone was like, well, where did you do that? Well, like in the kids field. And they say to me, 
Kidsfield? What's a Kidsfield? They have no idea that Glastonbury is set up for kids like there's no tomorrow. There's so many kids there. They have they have a great time, you know? And they go for free. I love that. But I love what you just yeah. did with those five questions. That's so good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stick it in season two. It's my little treat for people. Please um, do. When I have that moment of Hannah's heaven, I'm going to video it and go, here we are. Here's my yeah. five. Oh All my at once. God. Yeah. And it's just nice to know that you can actually make that happen as well. Like it, it can happen. You can make it happen anywhere, really. I love it. Well, darling, thank you so much for sharing these few minutes with me once again. Oh, it's a pleasure. Absolute pleasure. Absolutely overjoyed to be asked again at the end of your season, like the little bookends on your season. <laughs> Honoured. Oh, I just look at you like a bookend. I love it. <laughs> 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 well listen thank you so much darling and um have a lovely autumn my favorite season do you like autumn are you a big autumny person i do i do i like exploring i like going out with a jumper on even going to the seaside walking around london getting christmasy winter nights getting cozy yeah. i do i love it it's all about it all. lighting candles, sticking the blankets yeah. over us because we're all going to need lots of blankets this winter and just snuggling down and just being yeah. hermits. If we can be hermits, let's be hermits. Yeah, absolutely. I like that. Well, thank you, my darling. Lots of love to you yeah. and speak to you soon. Bye. Well, that was the lovely Hannah. I really enjoyed that. And let me know, did you enjoy my questions? Should I add some more? Can I add any more into it? I love the fact that we managed to work out that if Hannah is listening to Prince first thing in the morning, eating a fruit salad, smelling her son's hair at Glastonbury, that is her ultimate upgrade. Um, Okay, maybe the Glastonbury bit takes it a bit too far because the rest she could literally do tomorrow morning. Who knows? What? Well, uh, let me know if there's any questions you want me to ask my guests in season two. Um, email me at martin, M-A-R-T-I-N, at upgradeyourday.co.uk or message me on any of my socials, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You can find me everywhere. And also, if you wish to rate this episode, give it some stars, leave a review. It's completely up to you, but I'd really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening to 16 episodes. I really can't get over it. And for all the people that have come along and given me an hour or so of their time, thank you so much. I'm, I'm really... I'm really happy to say that the people that I've spoke to and things that have happened after, other people are making connections with other people because of the podcast. Other people have, have got some work and have booked people through the podcast. So I just love that it's become this sort of community of people that all just want to put that cherry on the top of their day, to have that little upgrade and are finding ways to do it, which I just love. That's Hannah just messaging me now with a voice message she's going to be playing the prince song i know i know that when i press play she's going to be playing the <laughs> the prince song wait for it so do you know what thank you so much thank you so much let me let's just play it let's just see what happens let me get my phone let's just see what happens if i press play always lovely seeing your face <laughs> always lovely seeing your face <laughs> Maybe no Prince song. Sounds like she's out on the road. She's probably going to pick up her son. Anyway, 
Thank you so much for listening. I can't wait to start season two. We have some absolutely cracking subjects to talk about in season two. I did mention about moon and crystals. We're going to be talking flowers. We're going to talk in nature. We're going to be talking spirituality. And we're going to go back over self-compassion, gratitude, lots and lots to talk about. I'm very excited. Thank you so much. I hope you've enjoyed it. So I will see you very, very soon. Thank you so much for listening. This is me over and out for season one and I'll see you for season two. Have a great day, everyone.